We're talking about Vince McMahon here on uh, Hollywood is Dead. What a sack of shit he is, because it just broke and we both found out on our own. <laughs> and then yes. got together and we're like, did you hear? Oh. <laughs> That's what happens. I was staring at my phone. I'm like, oh, I'm so ready to tell Dick. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been on like four minutes earlier. That's hilarious. Extreme depravity. Fish McMahon, oh my God. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to take your ass to the next level, bitch. I hate that fucking guy. I am the Vince McMahon. My daughter is a bitch, and she's taking over the business now. Actually, I think she quit, too, because no one liked her either, right? Does she look exactly like him, only with tits? She got big boobs. Big, veiny tits. Look, look at my gigantic breasts. Him and him and his fake pecs and fake body. I work out all the time. What the hell are you talking about? Every every 76-year-old looks like this. <laughs> my eyes. I can't see. My eye pumped. My left eye pumped out of my head. Yeah. Natural. Like a natural... Octogenarian. I eat 75 <laughs> pounds of steak a week. <laughs> the only reason he could look like that is if he ate the wrestlers who who uh, didn't meet his standards in the ring. Well, what happened to the, the you know, all the old wrestlers that the, the Bushwhack them? Bros? He ate them. Exactly, he ate them. <laughs> Earthquake. He ate them. He ate them. Exactly. He, he ate him. Every every uh, wrestler. That's why they all die at 50 because Ed McMahon or Ed, Vince McMahon gets yeah. hungry. Macho Man Randy Savage, uh, Jake the Snake, though he's still alive. Um, Jake the Snake, I just he, feel bad for, but he ate Jake the Snake. Snake. That's I like the did. fact that I said Vin- Ed McMahon instead of Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> now yeah. I picture the publisher's clearinghouse going door to door eating old people. We're gonna take care of you right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm Ed McMahon. <laughs> I don't give a shit about women. Next one could I'm be Ed you. <laughs> and actually, maybe honestly, Ed McMahon, that's too far away from Vince McMahon. Ed McMahon, does, you do hear some I'm bad sure. stories about him from uh, yeah, the I'm Johnny sure Carson crowd. Yeah. yeah. I got a feeling he was like more like Milton Berle than people expected. It's so funny to me, though, that there's millions of people that don't understand what the late show with Johnny Carson was. They like think it was a wholesome... Well, how, how much of like an impact, cultural impact that was in the period of the time? Like Johnny Carson was like the guy for forty years, and then you know, he you know retires and he dies, and no one ever talks about him now. Even the people that used to love him don't talk about because they're all dead. I still hear about it on podcasts a lot, and that's really? it. Huh. Yeah, because I listen. I don't listen to him anymore, but I used to listen to like Jay Jay Moore. And just the comedians mm. that came up in the 80s, in the early 80s, right. so they were around right. for the tail yeah, end of yeah. that Johnny Carson area. Right. But they're mostly they're just well, talking about, like, Seinfeld and how you could be on his Johnny Carson show once and you had a sitcom. Exactly, yeah. That's that was the was, impact yeah. that he had. Yeah, exactly. Which does not exist anymore. No, you're, you're pretty much... It's all done now. And even the podcast realm is starting to end because all these comedy podcasts are yeah. kind of folding. Goodbye. Because they're all, they're all going broke because... They thought COVID would last forever because COVID, everybody was listening to podcasts. And now it's like, everybody's like, oh, I'm kind of tired of that. I'm moving on to other things. And here's why I say I'm happy to not be that successful in the realm. Because I'm not dependent on any funds. I'm not dependent. I just, we just do, we just want to do our stupid show. I just, I just want money. But the people that like, they want to make money on it. And it's like, well, that's good short term, but it's a fucking podcast. That's not going to last forever. You're not Joe Rogan. No, no, there's only two Joe Rogans and one of them's Joe Rogan. Other, other's Adam Carolla. Yeah. Those two guys and that's it. That's about it. Yeah. Um, 
the other guys are like severely right wing, <laughs> those lunatics, like Alex Jones people. Uh, but then they lose it all because they get sued for a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. We're not here to discuss that, though. We're here to discuss a movie I've never seen before and always wanted I'm to. I'm still shocked. Yeah, I'm surprised you finally got to watch it in Bruges. I thought I w- you knew I didn't see it. No, I, well, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm shocked that you, yeah, it's been taking this long to see it. Yeah. It's, this is like one of our favorite writer-directors of all time. Well, Seven to be Psychopath. honest, I've only seen Seven Psychopaths. Yeah, Seven Psychopaths. That's the only Martin McDonough movie I've seen. Well, and his brother does great movies, too. We'll discuss that and more. Yes. You know, I, I'm curious about what you just said. Yeah. I'm not aware of his brother, so let me know in a second. But first, let's dis- let's get around to talking about In Bruges from That's what you just did to me by introducing a brother I never heard of. Who the fuck is his brother? Uh, what was it, Martin McDonough? I think it's something McDonough. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> I'll do the goddamn work. Fine. Um, they're both they're both playwrights. Who <laughs> who is Martin McDonough? Brother John is, Michael um, McDonough. He looks exactly like him. He's just a John slightly older. <laughs> yeah. And he uses the same cast. Okay, what has so, he directed? Well, he's done... Uh, oh, he did Calvary. Okay. Yes. He does use the same cast. <laughs> War, War on Everyone, I did not care for that movie. He did that one. I was not a fan. God damn Calvary it. Is they are in good. simpatico, aren't they? Yeah, Calvary it's is like, very good. I haven't seen all of Calvary. I saw... The, a, it's, oh, I'm going to add it to the list right now, actually. Guard is fantastic. Uh, Calvary. Also featuring Mark Strong. Ooh, 2014. Yeah, that's I'm, a great movie. I'm, I'm doing that about Mike, or Mark Strong, not 2014. Yes. Uh, Mark Strong, great year. <laughs> choose Calvary. Okay, so... What's his name? John Michael. Michael McDonough. I did not know he had a brother, and he looks very similar to him. Well, they're related. And to be honest, uh, this is kind of my first time really looking at Martin McDonough. I didn't realize how much he looked like Sting until yesterday. Yeah. The goddamn man is just Sting reincarnate, and he's not even dead yet. Look at this thing. I love his music. Look at him. I'm a big fan of his Hey, music. Gordy. And his tantric sex that he has with his, his partner. Yeah. I'm big into that. My name's Gord, Gordon. Gordon. Gordy. I just love the... Was it uh, Eddie Izzard that did that? Uh, not Well, Warwick Davis did it in Life's Too Short, where he called him by his first name. He goes, oh, shut up, Gordon. Yeah, uh, one of the... I think it's Eddie Izzard that has that. It was like, I picture him telling him, I'm Sting. Guys, I'm Sting. Who was it that had that bit? It must be a... Shut up, Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, it must be Eddie Izzard. But he looks just Eddie's like him, does he not? Look at those eyes. 
Close, yeah. I pictured Martin McDonough as more of a kind of guy with like a you know, little older, swept over hair, you know, kind of like my hair where I have to, you know, you're starting to go bald here. So you kind of just do the dress. I'm not trying to hide that I'm balding, but I'm like, I, I'm done there already. I've done fuck that. it. You're past it. But I'm like uh, right behind you. So I'm like, eh, I just honestly, I just put my hand there and wave it over. I expected him to have that kind of like, you know, yeah. 40, 45 year old. Longer brown hair, but no, he looks goddamn like a sex god, like like Sting. And it's not yeah, fair it's that he's this funny and this talented and, and good looking. Oh, he's great. It's that's not fantastic. fair. Yeah, it's Colin movie. Farrell. Yeah. Oh, Colin that's why. Farrell's... That's why he's right. a surrogate in, in his movies. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Now I understand why Seven Psychopaths. He basically plays Martin McDonough. No, no. He's a screenwriter in L.A. from Ireland, and he's just him. Only you know. You know Da 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 da. You get to the right. Okay, um, I'm all over the place. I know. Um, I'm blown away though the fact that he has a brother and he's just as talented as he is. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of amazing. Like, Holy shit! I'm gonna. I put that on pause. I'm gonna look at that after because that's all I can think about right now. Holy and shit. I have like seven <laughs> tabs open right now. And yes. <laughs> you know how I get it? Because I get like obsessed, and I'm like, I gotta. I'm gonna put that on pause. Put that in the back burner. It's driving me crazy, yeah. but. What's you've seen this before? I've never seen it. What's your experience with Embruge? Did you see this in the I, theater? I saw in the theater. Of course you did. When it first came you out. Prick. Uh, oh, I loved it. It was fantastic. <laughs> one of those movies. I'm jealous. Like, oh, that, was, that was amazing. Like, what is this movie? Can I? And, you, know, one of the, you know. Can I put a brief pause there? Please. I'm jealous because I told you I. It took me two hours to watch one hour of the movie. Right. Because I have a screaming baby and a screaming two-year-old across the room sometimes in my arms so i'm watching and i'm pausing rewind 10 15 20 seconds whatever pause right wait for the screams to start and my baby loves to go like he'll wait until the movie starts to start going ah like just he's not screaming but he's like he knows, he knows ah yeah and he won't do it when i pause it and I was like, you know, fuck this. Right, we'll yeah. finish the second half of the Sources Apprentice because we did it for Nick Cage cast. This bothered he didn't, your viewing father. He, uh, he didn't make a sound the second half of the Sources Apprentice. As soon as I turn on the most whispering movie I've ever seen in my entire fucking life is the first half of In Bruges. The first half alone. Second half, they don't whisper that much. No, yelling. I didn't realize they were doing the museum and art tours in Bruges. So the whole first half of the movie is, I wonder what the horse was thinking. Yeah. It must have been about the afterlife. This is fucking stupid. You poof. Why are we here? Yeah, Why but it's, it's so hard to hear. And I'm like, oh. So I'm really jealous that you get to see this in a nice theater with, with surround sound, Dolby Digital, nice. maybe, back in 2008. Saw the arc light. It was the greatest theater, one of the best theaters ever in the world. Now it's closed, long gone. But they but still have signs up in L.A. when I was just there. Uh, they're trying to bring it back, but they don't know if they can bring it back. It's, it's on the I don't see why they couldn't. Just open the one arc. Open the, the CinemaScope one. I don't know if they're... I, it, the, the one that we saw, the, saying, the King returns. By the end of... Return of the King. Yeah, the, the, yeah, Return of the King. I remember that. Uh, yeah, 2024, at the, I think toward the end, they're gonna, it's going to come out. It's going to be open again. <laughs> they were going to do it last year, but they had to push it back to this year, I think. Well, honestly, even if they just open up the one theater, yeah. sell the rest of the land, 
to that gym. Who gives a shit? Sell it to the goddamn. The, the... It's a twenty-four-hour wasteland. <laughs> yes. up there. No, they don't need the rest of those theaters were like just whatever, you know. They were, just, they were good theaters. They were good, but that was the idea. Was there was a, the selling know. point for the arc light yeah. is the arc is the, the dome, is yeah. the cinemascope. Yeah, so that you know they had that. It's a it's a no, no, mad no, mad no, mad mad. Yeah, anymore, we did the yeah yeah yeah. But N- Nolan alone, as long as he releases a movie once a year, we'll keep we'll keep our business. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Him James and Peter Cameron Jackson will keep us going. Yeah, keep us going. Maybe James Cameron too. Say fuck it, I want to do that too. James Cameron does a movie every 15, 20 years now. Well, hopefully, hopefully we get it's, enough to scrape it's by. It's enough. It's enough. They'll get Tarantino involved, who's probably done after one more movie, but whatever that means. Um, I don't know, but okay. So sorry. Continue with the theater. I just sorry. I want to like, proclaim my jealousy. No, I, saw, I, I went saw the theater and you know, loved it when I saw it and. It's one of those experiences where you're just like, oh, shit, that was a great movie. Were you working and, there? You know, uh, no, I was not working there at the okay. time. I was fired. I'd been fired for a year by the time I moved Okay. Out. We still saw still it had, in the same theater. I still, oh, oh, yeah. I had free I had free passes for like two years. Oh, yeah. I, I, I had about a stack of stall of free passes that I saved. While I was you're you're describing my, my dream right yeah. now. Oh, one day I knew that I was going to be fired because I'd get fired everywhere. Also, I and looked I up like, right now and I saw one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Which is, uh, what? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking you, 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 you fucking elephants! Don't go. <laughs> you're not going to make it up there. Don't do it. Don't bother. Sorry. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that's a great. Yeah. I love that scene, and they mention it later. An American yeah, yeah. had a heart attack on the stairs. Americans had a heart attack on the stairs. I'm sorry, I'm. You, <sighs> you made you made. I'm you, sick. You caused problems with the Canadian. The Canadian. <laughs> it was him. Anyway, you put that cigarette out. Theater. Get a stack of tickets. <coughs> God, I'm dying, oh. Dick. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, I used to watch <coughs> movies there for free, and I used to take my free friends, all, you know, because and I knew a guy who worked there longer than me and he had probably a thousand free passes that he saved throughout the years of working there but of course he can't use them now it's done that that time's over but you think they would just trespass you immediately when you're fired well they were you do get banned for a year but that didn't stop me i think (laughs) what was the fucking you arrest me it's a fucking fuck you you're a weird site your scientology company gets fucking out of my face are they really go away yeah they're owned they're decurian and they're, they're some kind of weird cyto company that oh god okay and they own the property and they own the um which made no sense to me because i asked one of the one of the managers like, well wait you guys own the property yet you pay rent to yourself he says yeah we do that because it allows us to to factor in the cost of other places that we rent from no well why would you do that he says, well because it didn't work because they sold off all the other theaters that they were renting, and then they they sold the Pacific theaters, I think to like Regal or something, and then they they wanted to open all Arc Lights, and then that was a total fiasco because that bankrupted them. Sorry, all I heard was it was fraud right there. What's going on? The fraud. That's all. Yeah, but I remember tax the, fraud, the restaurant, tax fraud, the Arc Light restaurant, the food was always that, good. That food was fucking that. bomb. 
Arclight restaurants were very good. They had a ahi tuna steak sandwich. I was just oh, going to say that. We, we used to go so there, good. and I remember like three, four oh. times. It was, it was us and Adam and Cesar would go there. Yeah, yeah. Chicken just, Caesar Just that we all got the Burgers exact same stuff. <laughs> like, it was, oh, that place was really good. It was phenomenal. Nice. So you, and it had like an outdoor courtyard, but it was inside. It was weird. And we used to, and we used to work there. <laughs> You get like I think you you get fifty percent off. Oh really? We got fifty. We got fifty percent of, of the restaurant. That was we a used good to eat sandwich. All the time, we would go there eat all the time with friends. Bring friends out. You fifty percent off the meal. You're like, oh fuck yeah! I would have That's Michael awesome. buy me a beer when we went there because oh, yeah. I wasn't old enough. Right. <laughs> so oh, was... wonderful time! Wonderful <laughs> yeah. time. Oh, and, was... and the black guy, the black guy <laughs> from uh, from Chasing Amy was the host. Uh, I don't remember seeing him there. He was there when I was there. He yeah, there he, he wasn't there when I was when I saw it. When I was, you know, it was pretty funny. God damn, I, I seriously still remember that food. <clears throat> yeah, that food was good. And that's what I told you. Like lot. all the places I used to eat are all closed. Yeah, they're all gone. Every yeah, single one of them. Post COVID, especially after post COVID, they're all gone now. How does a cookie all and ice cream place not survive COVID? If anywhere, I think it was gone before COVID. It might be. Yeah, gone. it might have been, but that was right. that was in Westwood, right across from UCLA. Yeah, because I don't. I remember working in Westwood. Never, I never saw that place again. So I think it closed way before. I think it closed after about a year after you left. I think it, was it must have been. Yeah, it was right up the street from that. Not the theater we saw the premiere at, but that other theater that's right there on the corner. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't remember the name of it. Obviously, it's been Fox, years. Fox, Maybe. Fox yeah. yeah, but it was facing southwest. Yeah, like if you walk out the building, you'd be facing southwest. But it, they did a lot of yeah. premieres there as well. We saw. We yeah. saw that. Closer. Dutch movie with Remco there. Well, that was further up the road. That was uh, oh, I thought that was a Brentwood. Theater. That was up. Uh, it was Westwood, but it was up the street from that theater. Because I remember, because that place they closed that place down too. It was okay. all boarded up. Yeah, it's been it's and been remember, twenty years. I so driving, I'll, I'll dive, driving by there. Yeah, I'll trust your borders, your memory more than mine at this point. Where the border, the borders was open down that like right next door, and then they closed that place up too, and then they closed that place up. Too. Is that comic shop in Westworld closed too? Oh, that's long gone. Yeah. That's long gone. That's where, I, that's where I met Tarantino. Yeah. And just... Hey, man, what's going on? <laughs> he he wore me down. <laughs> what are you doing? Come here. Come talk to me. I'm Come clearly here. a man that can talk, and he, he wore me down. <laughs> like, he, he oh, just kept going. I'm like... No, movies, comics. Just, of course. He, yeah. he was fascinating to talk to. And I oh, never yeah. asked him a single question about anything about his stuff, because I didn't... He just... You know, he just he, talked to you about Flash. We talked about Flash. We talked about Arrow because we're in Kevin Smith's comic shop because it was James right, Al yeah, Bob. Yeah, yeah. So I was asking yeah. about his Arrow. Uh, what's that Quiver series that Kevin Smith did? Right. Because yeah, I just finished it, and he, and he was oh, that was great because he was in. And I'm like, and I'm picking up the the Clerks X on on DVD. It was right. signed by Kevin. Right. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, that day I didn't. S- I don't remember. I don't remember seeing him. Maybe I did, but uh, Dante, what's his name, Brian O'Halloran, was in the store, signing oh, copies yeah. of everything. Uh, but I didn't, I didn't get his signature on it because I was talking to Tarantino. So, but goddamn, it was a weird day. And I'm eventually, I'm just like, kind of, kind of go, man. <laughs> like, I, nice I hit my you, limit. <clears throat> hit my you limit. Get, man. You want to get an ice cream sandwich? Let's go get an ice cream sandwich. Come on. I, if he would have like had more, if he were the one initiating the conversation, I think I would have. But you know, twenty year old me, I, I didn't have the wherewithal oh, yeah. to bring up stuff yeah. beyond my limited capacity. So I think now I would be able to talk to him all fucking day, like like we do. But back then I just couldn't 
I couldn't keep up yeah. with them, honestly. I was just fucking exhausted. No, yeah. The guy's an encyclopedia. <laughs> yeah. Of everything. But I was like, oh, I'm going to remember this the guys. rest of my life. And I do. I'm never going to forget that. Because it started on the street. Like, I was walking by and some other kid was, hey, you're Tarantino. And then they started talking and I'm walking next to him. I wasn't. And I was like, that's Tarantino. Cool. Hey, you saw that, right? And he starts to me. I'm like, yeah. So, <laughs> I was like, how am I? And then it was just half an hour later. <laughs> like, what? This is a weird fucking day. That was, yeah, that reminds me of the time when we were at um, the final draft awards and we were just talking at the table and um, uh, fucking um, Max Landis pops out of nowhere and says, we were talking about Lord of the Rings. He goes, Lord of the Rings? And he comes to our table and he's like, oh, hey, Max, how you doing? Hey, guys. I would do the same thing. Half an hour. We just talked. We talked for half an hour just hanging out. That's hilarious. So, yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Oh God! Kids will kill. <laughs> they will. They cough in your throat. It's very <laughs> rude, like Louis C.K. bit. But no, but I would do the same thing. Like I, I do now, and I'm not famous. I would walk by and I'd be like, "Heard you guys were talking about <laughs> seven. Yeah. Oh, Let's discuss seven strangers." Like, please, so I would imagine right. if I was famous, I would do the exact same thing. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. Like, I don't blame Tarantino because he is genuinely into that shit. Like, very, oh, like it's his, it's his heart and soul. Clearly, oh, big time, yeah. So yeah. he, he never brought up anything he did, and that, I, I like that. Yeah. It was more yeah. authentic. It was just, yeah, no, he's, he's, yeah. That was a good forty-five minutes with Tarantino when it fan. felt like it felt like four yeah. hours. <laughs> That's amazing. I had the same thing with uh, uh the local H singer. Uh, mm. My thirtieth birthday, I went out with him. Uh, I went to his concert and then I spent the whole night drinking with him and the drummer. There's only two people in that band. Whole Seriously. night till like four in the morning drinking with them. And they were, he, he's super into like European movies. And we just talked about fucking movies for, for honestly like six, seven hours after the show. Wow. And it's like, this is like one of my favorite bands. And I'm like, this is, and I've hung out with them before, but never this long. Yeah, that's hilarious. And it was like, this is the best 30th birthday I could ever ask for. They're not dead, are they? No, no, they're, they're still going. And then I was like, you guys have a great night. I'm very drunk, clearly. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're clearly fucked up. And I was like, he's like, it's your 30th birthday, man. Have, you know, you deserve it. And he, he, I love you. And then he, and I, I leave, and I'm like, ah, driving home, my ex-girlfriend. I'm like, so I think we're out the car window, <laughs> puking all over the car. And I'm like, I think I held my own with them film talk. He did get a little weird because I don't know that many specific European directors, but the man is very into this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 What are you, fucking Wes Anderson? Give me a break. <laughs> yes, exactly. Talk about some fucking Americans, eh? Of, uh, the uh, milieu of the Leopard by Visconti um, is an amazing experience. But it's like... You know, I'm like most people like in the film. I, I mostly know like the big U- European or even Asian directors. Right. A couple films yeah, here yeah. and there. Mostly completely right, blind yeah. spotted to that. But Martin McDonough is a is a European director. He's European. He's Irish. He is. Close enough. Uh, let's get back on topic here. Irish. Uh, close enough to Europe. Yeah, you got to watch it in the theater. I'm very jealous. I Did you watch it in the in the big theater or is it one of the side ones? I would imagine I it's remember. one of the side it, ones. It was probably the big theater. Really? No, it's this one? The big theater well, because they, well, yeah, because they, they always promoted the artsy movies more. And this was like the big movie. It wasn't best screenplay when it came out. 
So, How come when we saw right. Shaun of the Dead, it wasn't the big theater? Um, that shit. We saw that in the remember. side theater. Did we? I don't remember. No, remember it was off to the right. There's a separate line. Oh, okay. Right when you walk in, there's a line to that right. Yeah. And it's like theater 10 or something. I don't remember, but it's right fucking there. Like, what is it? The big theater to the left? Well, no. Well, there's a, there's two big theaters. There's there's a there's like a 450 seater upstairs and downstairs. There's one and there's one. So there's three big theaters. Really? With, Which with one did we dome. see? The the well, te- it was ten. Lord of the Rings. And it was three. Three and ten were the big ones. We saw Lord of the Rings in the dome. Yeah. So okay. So there's the so dome. The, and, the that's what I. That's when I one, when yeah. I say the big one. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. No. The dome the we dome's saw. The big one. That's like a thousand seater. Roughly a thousand, and then the little the, the big ones in the th- in the theater theater are like five hundred seater or something like that. So which one was? Like as that. soon as you walk in, there's a line to the right. Remember that line. That one would have to around. be downstairs. Yeah. Well, because you go upstairs, downstairs, and upstairs is where the theaters were. Well, so downstairs is the, the ground level. If you walk in from our school, we walked in. Off to the right, there's a line there. I remember that. Yeah, we probably went downstairs then. I thought we were downstairs already. I don't remember. No, because I don't know the arc light as well as you do. Second level. Okay. Yeah, oh, is it? We okay. From the street, it was that was the lobby. Oh, that's where the restaurant okay. was. The restaurant lobby and the store was there. The coffee cart was there. That's where you bought tickets. The theaters were upstairs and downstairs in the dome outside. So you had to go outside for the dome, and you have to walk downstairs for the theaters. I think it was tenth. Oh God, what was it? I think it was tenth or. 13 theaters? Yeah, the 12. No, 15. There's 15 all together oh, wow. in the dome. Okay. So seven on top, seven on the bottom. That's Three of them were playing Van Helsing. <laughs> yes, oh, God. probably at the time. We didn't see it at that theater, but still. Yes. I, see, I only went in the we dome once, there, and that was when we saw Lord of the Rings. So. Yeah, I went to the dome lots of times, yeah. Yeah, it's... I uh, many of the films <clears> in the dome. I didn't really appreciate the arc light, except for the dome. Yeah. And the restaurant. Well, God, damn, the rest good. of it, well, yeah, the rest of it is a normal theater. <laughs> the rest of it's normal theater. And the Chinese theater is definitely where it's really at, even though it's not called Gromis yeah. Chinese anymore. Yeah, the Chinese theater is the Chinese <clears> theater, yeah. I, what I, the I, fuck I, is it called now? I was just there. It was like Ted Danson's like theater Dolby, or something. Dolby, Dolby, Dolby no, Dolby's the Kodak. The Kodak. No, the Kodak theater is now the Dolby. Yeah, that's the Dolby. The Gromis Chinese is now something else. That's renamed something else. Yeah. It's the um, Bruce Theater. What is the Grumman's Chinese? Would you say your favorite character in this whole movie, though, for me, is Ray Fiennes? No. I loved Ray Fiennes in this movie. And that was called TCL's Chinese Theater. Well, there you go. Yeah, TCL, whatever that is. What the fuck is TCL? Don't ask. I have no idea. Creators in Chinese, whatever. It doesn't matter. No, honestly, I, I was... I was waiting because I knew I knew he's in the movie because I seen him on the poster. He's right there with like the gun, <laughs> like. But I was waiting for him and I heard him on the phone. He leaves the voicemail, which is fucking hilarious. Where he's like, "If you fuckers aren't fucking there in the next fucking yeah. day, I'll fucking you'll re- fucking regret it." He doesn't threaten him directly. But he's like, "You'll fucking regret it every day for the rest of your fucking lives." And then Gleason is reading it. And he's like, "Okay," and then he gets to the bottom. And it's like. I'm not your secretary. I run this place with my husband. <laughs> I love the fact, that's why I said the subtlety, because yeah. I think an American would go, I run this with my husband. Please don't let this happen again. You know, they would just keep going. 
Or yeah. please, the, the, this is obscene. You know, they would over explain the joke. But he was Irish, so it's. I, and you, hear, you have to hear it in the tone of voice of someone in that perspective where it's like, yeah. please, I don't want to be your sex. Like, I've run this with my husband. Like, this is a family business. Can you not have this shit happen? <laughs> it's such a funny joke, and it's not even, you don't even hear it. Right. <laughs> it's just, and then you see Colin Farrell the next day. He gets home from the date, and he's like, you know, she got my hand around my cock, and I got my two fingers in it, and that was it. But he's like, looks at the note. He's like, Christ, he swears a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. That's all he says. Christ, he swears a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. It is a movie that you sit there and you're. I was. Uh, I can only speak for myself, but this. I assume this is how most people are when they're watching it, and you're like in quiet in the first half, and you're like, Oh sure, yeah. Because they're whispering. They're like, This is a quiet move. This, this painting is because yeah. we're touring it. We're touring Bruges. And you're trying to figure out this why painting. they're there, and then it comes. As the movie progresses, you realize yes. oh, he's there to kill Colin Farrell because Colin Farrell fucked up a, and a hit. I guess that before, way before they revealed it. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but <laughs> that in no way spoils what you're going to watch. No, 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 yeah, yeah. You're sitting there and you're that's like... that's not what it's about. You're yeah. quietly waiting for the dialogue, and then you realize I start laughing hysterically and miss dialogue because yeah. they Colin Farrell's reactions to things is kind of the joke in the first half. yeah. And Brennan Gleason's like complete obliviousness. Because he's enjoying himself. He's he nice just overrides Colin Farrell's negativity. He's like a surfer. And he's kind of yeah. like, oh, you're pissed off. Okay, come on, man. It's just, it's, let's just enjoy the. He's like, come on. Especially when Colin Farrell's like, I got a date tonight because he meets up with a girl from Harry Potter. Because everyone in this movie is from Harry Potter. But he meets her and he's like, I got a date tonight. But one of us has to be home because of that letter. One of us right. motherfuckers better be hitting the fucking phone to get the fucking phone call. <laughs> He's like, so how about I go out tonight and you stay here because I have a date. I already mentioned the date. And he's like, you spend the day going to what I want to do then. <laughs> he's like, okay. And Colin Farrell spends the whole day being like, I don't want to fucking go up there, mate. I don't want to do that. And he's like, are you sure you don't want to? He's like, I don't want to fucking do it, Matt. And he's like, then don't fucking do it. And Brendan Gleeson finally blows up. But it's like, it takes him forever to finally overcome the negativity coming his way. It's 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 adorable. Yeah, like their, their chemistry in this movie is so great. They're just so perfectly cast. And they just get along. Like, you can believe that they've been together for years. And this is a toll on Gleeson because his job is he has to kill Colin Farrell. And, he does, and, then, and then he takes go to the park and Colin Farrell going to kill himself. He goes, what are you doing? He stops him from killing himself. Right when he was going to kill him, he, he stops him from killing himself. Pause. Watch the movie. 100% oh, great, yeah. recommend. <clears throat> yeah. Why are, you, why are you here? Go watch it. Yeah. Yes, that scene is goddamn sad and hilarious at the same time. Yeah. Because Martin McDonough is like the Tarantino of Irish cinema. Because he spends, uh, Brendan Gleeson comes up and he's, he, first of all, he, <laughs> sorry, he has the whole scene there where he talks to Ray Fiennes on the phone. He gets the, you know, Yuri's over here with a gun. And then he finally goes and he meets Yuri, slowly <laughs> twisting on. <laughs> like, they spend so long setting this scene up. The alcohols. He puts it, it yeah. The alcohols. The nooks and crannies. The alcohols. Much the better alcohols. than the alcohols. Yes. The alcohols, yes. the alcohols. <laughs> and then he puts it on, takes it off. He's like, I'll fucking do it. 
Brendan Gleeson takes it off and leaves. And then he's slow, like uh, three, four minutes, walking up behind Colin Farrell in the park. And this is after he talks to the hotel lady. He was like, he gave me 200, 200 pounds that, and said, yeah. this is for the baby. Like, what do I, can you give it back to him? I'm too polite. I don't know why she has an Irish accent. And, and Brendan Gleeson's like, okay. And he goes upstairs and she's like, he's in the park. Where? <laughs> in the park. He's like, okay. And then it cuts to him in the park and Colin Farrell's at a bench. <laughs> and all I can think about, because yeah. there's a whole backstory with this where he kills uh, Colin Fior, the priest, with a. with a, Yeah. He, and he shoots him. And he's like, what are you fucking dense? I'm here to kill you. And he shoots him. <laughs> but then it randomly cuts. Yeah. Out of nowhere to a kid with like a fucking hole blown in his head. Yeah. And I was like, okay, they're going to explain some more here. I missed maybe. Maybe Gleason shot him through the window, or Ray Fine shot him. There's some hidden trickery going on here. There's a there's a secret. Nope. <clears throat> no, it's the, nope. the gun was just so powerful it went through the priest and the kid. But the way they yeah. shoot it, like I could yeah. show it, but it just because Confior is like <clears throat> in an angle here, and yeah. then it cuts to like a whole separate room. It seems like where Confior is yeah. dead here on the ground, and you see the kid here, and he's, it's like the Pink Floyd the Wall music video. Right. Yeah. He's got his you know suit on. And the kid just falls over dead. And I'm like, was that a dream? Like, what the fuck did I just watch? Right, yeah. I was waiting for the movie to explain how this wasn't Colin Farrell's responsibility, really. Just fake guilt. But no, the whole movie's about that. Yeah. Atoning for the guilt. I didn't realize that. And then Ray Fine says, well, he killed a kid. He's got to go. I don't want him. If I did that, I'd put the gun in my mouth and run him and blow him. That's the difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the fucking difference. He sets it up, and that's what happens. Exactly. You gotta have your, you gotta have your priorities. So you, yeah. You have to have your. You gotta stick with the principles. But yeah, your principles. <laughs> what's the point to have your principles? Like he shot a midget's. Shot the racist midget in the face. Yeah. It's just hilarious. And again, the the midget who's in a Pink Floyd music video. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing yeah. like another brick in the wall. <laughs> He's wearing that outfit. How pissed off is that guy? How pissed off is that actor when Peter Dinklage, like, right right after this becomes the biggest midget actor in history? And it's just like, God damn it, I was in Bruges. God damn it. Like, I played the, I played the sadistic evil dwarf in, in Bruges, and don't get and credit. he's really fucking good in this. Oh, he's hilarious. Yeah, I'm not sure on the actor's name. I can look it I up. I have no idea who he is. He's probably dead, too. He's going to be another dead man. But there's a whole, and I'll let you explain that. Please explain the dwarf. The, the the midget dwarf from beginning till end. Just real quick synopsis of oh, that yeah. whole relationship because it is he's a, he's fucking American hilarious. Actor. They're making a movie in in in, in Bruges. He's like he's a he's a Hollywood actor midget, and he's so he's just angry because he's making this movie in Europe and uh, he's got a whole. They get together, get high because the the girl he's dating is working on the movie. The girl that he's seen in, in from in Bruges, Elizabeth Barrington. Local. Yeah, she she's working on the movie, and he comes on. They start hanging out with the midget. And he gets into this whole conversation of a race war. No, the the not midget. Her. Oh, uh, she's she's uh, oh uh, kind of Clements East. Posey, right? Sure. Her name's probably pronounced very differently because she's not My from here. Is she's French. Clements Posey. She's from Harry Potter. She plays yeah. uh, what the? Fuck? She's in one of the Harry, one of the Harry Potter movies. Uh, Fleur de Clure. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, that's Deathly Hallows. I like the Harry Potter ones. <laughs> They they it it wore down on me and I'm like these are actually well written movies so I appreciate them. 
I'm not yeah, gonna. I'm I, not gonna talk you into watching them. I'm just saying. Not. I've seen them. I just. I've seen them all in theater once, and that's all I had. To do. Oh, and she's I, in Tenant. How about I've that? Never, she plays Barbara in Tenant. Oh, oh, that's right. She's in that movie. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's right. The that's movie that was that. trash that talk was to her. Christopher Nolan in a in a cycling class. Into the yes. uh, what was that? Peloton. 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 Thank you. One of the funniest stories I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> That's hilarious. Those fucking bitch was talking about <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Midget. <laughs> filming a, filming a movie in Bruges. You Finistein cut. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so we had to race for it. Midget. And then uh, at the very end, he gets shot in the face by Ray Fiennes because Ray Fiennes comes to town to kill... Colin Farrell because uh, Brandon Gleason can't do it. It's probably my fault that you cut it down so short, but there's a whole thing where they're filming. They arrive, and then finally Colin Farrell's like, they're drinking a pint. He's like, this is more like it. And they go outside and they're like, oh, oh midgets, fuck, they're filming. Midgets. They're it's filming midgets. midgets. <laughs> He's so excited. And then he sees yeah, and he sure. looks over and he sees the girl who keeps doing the, the, the perfume commercial where she does the... Yeah. Over the shoulder look, which is honestly, I hate to say it, but women, whoever makes those commercials know that is like the goddamn sexiest thing. A yeah. look back as they're walking Hi. away. Hi there. Is there, is there honestly, uh, other than like full on porno, is there anything sexier than that? Well, I don't know if full on porno is sexy, but full on porno is just. I'm just saying that's, something, yeah, it, it evokes more sexuality than a look over the shoulder, sure. but I'm saying like in reality, that is, there's nothing more sexier than a look over the right. shoulder, look oh, back yeah, at you. Man. Cause that's like, oh, yeah. she went way out of her fucking way to look back at me. That was incredible. I'm turning around. Yes. To look at you. Oh. Cause that's not this where it's like, what do you want? Fuck not a double look. That's a whole fucking like. Because it's both. I want you to know. I'm looking at you. It's yeah, a. It's a whole yeah. thing. But he has that. Walk away. They make friends with the midget. He hangs out and he gives him cocaine because yes, yes. he steals it from the girl because he blinds her boyfriend, her ex boyfriend, by shooting a yes, blink yes. in his eyes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Everything is set up and paid off in this movie. <clears throat> yeah. They have the whole race war talk where the midget's like. Oh, the yeah. blacks and whites are going to go. And then Colin Farrell's obsessed with the Vietnamese for some reason. He's terrified yeah. of them. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Why? Yeah. He's terrified of the Vietnamese and the gays. Everything a man says to him is like, you fucking poof. Yeah. You fucking man, you uh, poof. And it's like, yeah, he's so homophobic and so racist, specifically against Vietnamese. <laughs> I love that it was that specific, though. Yeah. He's like, what about the yeah. Vietnamese? And he's like, no, just the blacks and whites, man. He's like, well, okay, well, okay. Because I would have sided with the blacks if they had the Vietnamese. <laughs> like, the whole thing. And then later on, he does a callback where he's like, yeah, he was like really excited in the black versus white, but he didn't choose the Vietnamese for some reason. <laughs> he's telling us the girl. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. <clears throat> anyway, the midget shows up. He's in a movie. And then I guess the last scene is he has to wear like a schoolboy outfit and they're laughing at him. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. you look adorable. And he's like, he, she goes, you look very, like, I forget what she says, but you're like, you look very good. And he goes, I believe you if you weren't laughing in my fucking face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, no, no, you look great. And then he wanders off. And then there's a whole thing with a painting in the beginning that they see where it's like, 
death and like the sins that you've created and the sins that you've right. done and paying the atonement. The whole movie is about like atonement for your sins. Right. Yeah. 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 And that painting there explains everything. It, and it makes it makes it pretty obvious. I was I wasn't really paying because I was screaming babies, but I still was like, okay, the, the painting's clearly like gonna tell me more. And then later on, when he's getting chased by Ray Fiennes in the streets, it, the movie that they're making is that painting. Right. Yeah. There's yeah, the pig yeah. and the and the rat yeah, and yeah, then the midget yeah. and the child's uniform. Yeah. And it becomes that where it's he's going through his sins and atone, <laughs> trying to atone for them, in which he does and. Because I read a theory, which is, and I don't give a shit about movie theories, but right. this seems more relevant than just a random fan theory. But as, as soon as he warns, he tries to warn, uh, Ray finds that it's not a child he just shot. It's, right, it's a yeah, midget. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, it, it yeah. wasn't a child. Yeah. And then he, Ray finds shoots himself, but that was him atoning and overcoming his sin. Therefore, right. he lives. That's why he gets put in the, in the ambulance and, and lives. Well, I thought the whole thing was he's already dead. This was this was uh, his journey into the next world because he's dying. And again, it's they, they start the movie off that way, and then it's him just dying at the end. That's that's the end of it. And I think that's more how you perceive things, like, yeah. like how well, you perceive all art is subjective. That's the yes. point. You know, I, not all. I would say not all. I would say most certain. It's I would say to be subjective. And I guess the subjectiveness ends for me because I say, if you're not going to tell me how your characters die, don't make me kill them. Right. Because if it's up to me, they're fucking still alive because you didn't kill them. If it's up to me, they're dead. You know what I mean? Like, why is it up to me to kill your character? Like, Colin Farrell's still alive, right. if you ask me. Sure, yeah. You didn't, I didn't see right. him die. You didn't show me him die. That's, that's up to you. That's, up, that's not up to me. That's up to you. But- I, but the why I love Ray Fiennes' movie so much is that one scene where he, after he gets off the phone, and he he, he, he basically kills the fuck. He's stabbing the phone with the receiver, and his wife comes out and he stop he, doing that. That's an inanimate object. What's she doing? You're a fucking inanimate object. I wrote that down. I'm, I'm glad we can get to that line. That was my favorite part of the movie. I'm sorry. I it's told the you. only I, thing I wrote I'm down. Sorry, for, I called you an inanimate fucking object. It's the only thing I wrote down for the second half of the movie. Yeah, that's hilarious. Because I had so much free time in the first half because I kept pausing right. that I'm writing right. down notes. Um, I, I don't. There's so many good goddamn scenes and so much good goddamn dialogue in this movie that I don't know where to begin. Yeah. Even though we're 42 minutes in, so I guess we're ending. Um, they're supposed to be there two weeks. They end up being there like four days. Right. <laughs> How great is that scene where Brennan Gleason just saved Colin Farrell? He has to jump off the tower, and he lands right in front of him. He, man, there, there, there is so much set up in this movie that doesn't necessarily pay off, but it does if you're paying close enough attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because the first time, and I saw this in IMDb trivia, but obviously I noticed the first time around. Mm. He's trying to get onto the up to the top of that tower. He's, I want to go to the top of the tower. Me and my mate. It's it's five euro. I got four ninety, and he's like, "No, this dick." And he's like, yeah. it's, "It's only ten cents shy, mate. Can, can I please go up to the tower? Me and my mate, we just want to go up to the tower. We're from now from we're from out of town. Oh, I got four ninety. It's only ten cents." And he's like, "No, it's five. And he keeps tapping on the glass like a dick. That guy's such an asshole. Five euro. And he's like, and he pulls out bills and they go to the top, and then or he goes to the top. But Colin Farrell stays down because he's like, "Fuck even Bruges, fuck Bruges," and yeah. he does the. 
Brennan Gleason, which which is the foreshadowing that he has to kill him. So when it happened later, I was like, he's gonna have to kill Colin Farrell. It's it's right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm noticing because I'm watching it in slow fucking motion. Keep in mind, because I have these two kids, so I'm I'm really catching everything. Yes. So I'm watching the trivia after, and I'm like, yeah, I saw that. Moving on. <laughs> like most of the time, you miss half of it, and you watch it on rewatch, and you're like, oh, there, yeah. But right, this time, yeah, I'm yeah. watching it like 10, 15 seconds at a time. Seriously. You're really studying it. I, I because I can, I'm like, huh, I'm studying huh. the frame of this film. Dude, the fucking painting is, pause, about the afterlife, and I think that, because oh, it's, ah! <laughs> apparently the Irish accent is, is upsets these kids. Maybe Luckily, they didn't meet my grandparents. I don't know who this cute little daughter is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> your fucking daddy was no, oh God. Oh, what's your problem? You're the <laughs> Yeah. I'm a boy. Oh, that's all right, dear. My grandpa had the America, slightest of, of the of the accent. Just the very, very, very yeah, slightest. He's like third generation. Just a little bit left. Yeah. <laughs> Just that. I will say, me and my son, goddamn potatoes, man. It's no joke. That is wonderful, yeah. That is no oh, joke with the nephews. Irish. They love, my nephews love French fries. They love pizza and French fries, and that's it's like all they eat. They love pizza and French fries. We, we me and my son had baked potatoes. You open it up, eat it raw. Don't give a shit. And oh. Me and my son are sitting there eating like three or four in a row. You don't need to put butter. I will, but you, you do. Hey, you don't need to. I'll eat the I'll eat the fucking potato. Like it's that deeply embedded in my brain. Fucking my genetic coding is. <laughs> I'm not even joking. That was, that, that was on uh, Conan uh, Conan's podcast. He was talking about. Uh, it's like true. The, the genetic thing where he goes. Lisa Kutcher does this podcast where they go through your genetic background. They find out, oh, you're related to this person, you're related to that person. And he goes, he, he did it, and he never got a call back. So he called her. He says, hey, what's the deal? How come like you never called me for that show? You're related to Ireland. She, well, she goes, you're 100% Irish. There's nothing there. Can't do anything with the show. And he goes, well, I told you. That's kind of a prick. He goes, that's pretty imp- incredible, 100% Irish. And his doctor said, no, you idiot. That means you're inbred. Yes. <laughs> I will say, uh, I okay. when no one was born, we did the same thing. Because they come into your room and they go, hey, it's free. It's not 23andMe, so it's not that in-depth. But it is a... Yeah, a I mean, even 23andMe is not that in-depth either. No, but it's... Yeah, there's it's a, a whole, it's, it's like, a slower version of that. It's like the lesser right. you, you can go tear deep, down, but it costs money. Yeah, but it, they go, you know, we'll take your blood sample, run it against, and just they're mo- looking for more like genetic de- uh, defects right. and or kind of like uh, like my my wife's thing said like you hate cilantro. She's like I do, and I know that she fucking cannot stand it. Like it tastes like dirt to her, and I go. For me, I don't even notice it's in a dish. Oh, I love cilantro. I could eat a handful and and not even notice it's in my mouth. But she goes, ah, like immediately. And I'm like, okay, that's, and that's apparently, that was the only food on the list. And I go, that is like a big genetic factor for some fucking reason. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, I guess like certain, you know, she's Hawaiian, so they, cilantro doesn't grow there. Well, you know what it is? It's an Islander thing because my brother's wife's Japanese. She hates cilantro too. Can't eat it. It's an Islander thing. Pacific and uh, Asian Islanders. I mean, it makes sense. They're not open to outside. It doesn't grow there. They've never had it, like, historically. So They're absolutely racist. Exactly. Yes. But the point is, hers is like, you're 73% Hawaiian, 20% 
percent uh, right. Portuguese. And no. Mine literally. So I'll show you. I'll show you the screenshot. Hundred percent white. All it says. Oh, boo, boo! And I'm like, go to hell, you monster! I I already knew that. Can you break it down further? <laughs> like, bastards! That's all it said, Dick. Wow. It just says 100% white, and then it's like, all right, bye. Log, click here to log off. Like yeah, one of those. White. Get out of here, boo! Go eat mayonnaise, fucking ass. It's like Hollywood won't nominate you now because you don't meet the criteria. Exactly. I'm like, you don't mark any checkbox but it's, I was, bo- okay. White. So I get, I get what he's saying. I, I, I get the, I don't know. Maybe it's more in my blood where I don't need subtitles for this, for this movie. Well, there you go. Yeah. You're Irish. I just hear Irish. it. And then Colin exactly. Farrell, I, I feel like most people don't know what he's saying when he talks in a normal accent, but I, I get it. My eyebrows are really thick. I got Martin Scorsese eyebrows. But if you talk to me in a slight Jamaican accent, can't no fucking idea what you're saying, mate. No idea. Oh, gonna get a rebound. I'm just saying. We spoke the same language growing up, English. No idea what you're saying, man. How is that? No, How is that possible? Relax, don't do it. Come on. Oh, let's come on. It's all. It's all a little bit airy. It's all airy. Come on, enjoy it. Get to the rum. Oh yeah. Go with the doctor, lady. Mom, gonna be fine though. Everything gonna be iry. Everything gonna be iry. A fucking plastic man in that movie. <laughs> he looks like the Kendall. Like, more no, than no, Ryan Gosling's nominated ass. 4K, that'd be scary. <laughs> you don't want to watch Joe Black in 4K. No, the the uh, the plastic will crawl through you into the <laughs> like the ring girl. Be ah. iry. Everything gonna be iry. What did I? Oh, I showed you. I sent you a video of the Key and Peel sketch where they do the exact same yeah, line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I looked it up because we had a theory going that that was yeah. a Jamaican saying. Right. And it was. So we made yeah, sense of it since then, but it's still a hilarious clip because it's Brad Irie, Pitt Mom. saying it. Everything yeah. gonna be iry. It's iry, Mom. I'm not alive. Everything gonna be iry. So, on a scale of one to ten, what's your and Bruce score? No, we're not done discussing this plot, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. <laughs> no, we're all we're over the place. 50, we're on 50 minutes here, so I thought wrap it up quicker. No, we got 10 minutes. All right. Let me know when the hour is up, and then we'll do it. Okay. Well, I just, I just want to say the, there's a the long. Plot, we're pretty much. Yes, but there's some scenes I want to talk about real quick. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, you reminded me to get to my notes. So that's good. Um, they have a long discussion about uh, Brendan Gleeson's talking about. You know, my, one of my first kids was a lollipop man. He, he, didn't, he didn't do anything wrong. He was just, you know, he's just one of those guys on the side, but he tried to fight me, and, and his brother came in with a bottle, so I shot him. And he goes, but, all right, why'd you shoot the guy with the bottle? And he's like, well, he came in with a bottle. He's like, oh, so not a bare fist. Like, he, maybe he knew karate. There's a whole long scene about, like, lollipop man knowing <laughs> karate bad. or not. Maybe he knew karate. But they keep going. Uh, no, a bottle's a, a broke. It's a weapon. So that's that's not something that well, maybe can't you bare fist. And he's like, no, no, he didn't know karate. Like, why would the lolly, why would the fucking lollipop men know karate? There's a whole <laughs> long, long, long scene about that, and I was yeah, yeah. dying laughing the entire scene, uh, especially because it pays off because he goes on the first date with that girl, and she goes to the bathroom after smoking a cigarette, and then that guy who's in a thousand fucking movies. Right. Yeah. Um, he, he's in a bunch of Martin McDonough mo- movies. Yes, he is. He's one of his he, go-to guys. Yes, 
It's, it the does Canadian. seem like it. He's the Canadian that you refer to. Yeah. Uh, that guy's like fucking unbelievable. He's sitting there trying to eat with his, with his girlfriend. And he's like, Colin Farrell. You know what's weird about that scene is Colin Farrell's like looking around. It's like 45 seconds before he finally goes, what's, a, what's unbelievable, mate? <laughs> it is such a long time before he's, that is unheard of. Do I, do I need to play that clip of just that pause? It is so long. <laughs> but then to, just shows you, I'll it look shows it up. You, you describe the rest of that scene if you, if you don't just, mind. It, was just a, it just shows you how good a filmmaker Martin Dunham is. He lets things <laughs> breathe. Nobody lets anything breathe anymore. Like Films are supposed to be watched and enjoyed, and you don't rush it. Like You want the performances to land and everything, and it's just... Nobody wants to put the time in that anymore because everyone's attention span is so fucking short now. It's true. Did you find it? I, I do have the scene right now. She's just no. walking away to the bathroom, but let's wax poetical for another minute here because the scene's ending. No, I was saying, yeah, it's just it, it's <coughs> a good filmmaker. I'll play in the background. Filmmaker. Yeah. No, <coughs> I'm so sorry. It's hilarious. I'm it's just funny. struggling to breathe <laughs> with my kid, but... <laughs> There he is, this Martin Scorsese eyebrows. Yeah, he he is. I love Colin Farrell. Oh yeah, more than I, I'd fuck him. I'll say that. Oh, Colin Farrell's wonderful. I, I I'd fuck him in a, in a heartbeat. Oh yeah, but honestly, great. he's a he's a great actor. I think he's very underrated, and I think even he knows that he made some mistakes in like the mid two thousands. Right. Yeah. He but admits he to that. Fun. Where he's yeah, like, he just having a good time. Yeah. Shouldn't have done like what was that. Hearts War he did with Bruce Willis. I don't know. Well, Tigerland. Was the money. What was Alexander the, was a big Alexa- was Yeah, a big those movies he did for money where he's like, I yeah. shouldn't have done that. But also, that's the reason he can keep doing these movies. Yeah. So, I, I'll never begrudge someone for doing a movie for money. Never. That's work. You're a worker and actor. If you I make $8 million dollars uh, in a movie, yeah, God fucking you. damn you if you decline that. Well, sure. (laughs) That's how I feel. You can live your life. It's worth it. You're fine. Don't worry about it. All right. She's smoking. She walks away right here. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna play the audio here because what are we at? Thirty four fifty four. Here comes the audio. Here comes the unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. He said that at the thirty five minute mark, right? Yes. Watch how long it takes for Colin Farrell to reply. Because. I'll play with audio. Fuck it. This would never happen <laughs> in an American. Just, he clearly wants to say something. It. He's mulling over it. Like, wait, is he talking about her? That's 16 seconds. Talking to me? He pauses even though he should just hit the cunt. <laughs> he pauses even though he should just hit the cunt. He's reading. <laughs> just, just so you know, this continues in Seven Psychopaths. He's yeah. reading the script action. That's what he's doing right there. He, that's Colin Farrell reading and thinking it was funny, and then the set, they're going, yeah, yeah, read the script action. He pauses even though he should hit the cunt. That's what Martin McDonough wrote for the, for the action for Colin Farrell, and he said it out loud. <laughs> I don't think most people are going to realize that. <laughs> and he repeats, yes, I am talking to you. What's fucking unbelievable? Well, I'll tell you what's fucking unbelievable, shall I? Blowing cigarette smoke straight into myself and my girlfriend's face. That's fucking unbelievable. This is the smoking section. I don't care if it's the smoking section. It's a smoking section. Section. 
as he says, it's the smoking section. And I love how he thinks he's an American, but it's a Canadian. Yeah, well, he like, does seem. Because Americans don't like smoke because they made smoking illegal in America, not Europe, obviously. They still have, I think they're slowly doing that in Europe. They're catching up, which is sad. No, France I'm is like, never going to give that up. France and Italy are, are no. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. We'll burn our constitution and our flag before we give up our cigarettes. They don't have a constitution. You know what I mean? They have a version of yeah, the constitution. They have a flag. The French institution. <laughs> One's blue, red, and, and white. The other is blue, uh, green, orange, and white, right? I've read my ass with the flag before I stop smoking. Orange, red, and white, yeah. I'll stop anyway. eating your pasta. In high school, I got because I took French for uh, all of high school. So on my on my uh, ring, I got the French flag. Oh my god! But came back from the jewelers, you know that classic uh, high school ring jeweler, uh, Mexican flag. Ah! (laughs) I was like, I don't know Spanish. That was funny. You guys fucked it up pretty bad here. Well, that's uh, totally not what I did for four years, but sure. Yeah, I could keep playing this, but. My point is that the scene goes on for like twice the length it just did. It just keeps going. Like, you hit the Canadian. Maybe you should have. Yeah. And then he punches her in the head because he hit him and Brendan Gleason had that scene that we talked about where she came up with a bottle. Well, a bottle's just as good as a weapon, right? Well, a bare <laughs> fist is not a weapon. It should be different. And then she comes at a bottle and he goes, A bottle! <laughs> <laughs> punches her in the face. <laughs> right on goddamn away. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm playing uh, that at least. That's the best piano. It's hilarious. Uh, I'm, I'm at least playing that punch because goddamn it is funny. Excuse me, the bottle. Here it is. <laughs> Just not the punch, but his reaction. A bottle! <laughs> because you know it's based on the conversation he just had, which is right, a yeah. great callback. You yanking fucking cunt. Yank. Bottle! <laughs> That's a bottle! Bottle! <laughs> He calls him a Yankee because he thinks he's American because they just had yeah, the argument hilarious. with the fat couple outside the yeah. tower. Yeah, exactly. and yeah, that's hilarious. They're arrogant and they're loud and uh, yeah. And that continues the whole way because the, the midget keeps going, yes, I'm American, but please don't hold it against me. Like That's like right. his punchline there in Bruges. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, where, do we, where do we go here? We got a few minutes left. We'll end here soon. Um. He, Brendan Gleeson is told to kill him over a very long conversation with, uh, with, uh, Ray Fiennes. And I, I was watching, I'm like, my wife walks in, she's like, what's going on here? Cause she was trying to catch up and I'm like, well, Brendan Gleeson's getting a phone call from the boss. Finally, Lord Voldemort, cause she knows Harry Potter more than anything. I was like, Lord Voldemort's exactly. call, calling, uh, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Eye here. And then he's going to tell him to kill that guy from, uh, the Fantastic Beasts franchise. Colin Farrell. That's right. He's in that too. All of them are. Jesus Every Christ, single person in this movie is from the Harry I will, Potter franchise. I will never watch those movies. Ever. No, I didn't. I haven't seen them yet. I will not watch those. Um, and then she's like, "Okay," and I'm like, "She's like, why would he? You know, why is he gonna call? Why is he calling the partner? And he's not even there." And I'm like, "Well, I think because he killed the kid, he's gonna tell him to kill his partner." Yeah. And then I'm like, "Here it is. Okay, there it is. Yep." So I was like, honestly, very analytical because I had to watch this in slow motion. So I kind of appreciated that. But I'm like, I don't know. I think I would have rather watched it just all the way through. I don't know. It's hard to describe like which way I would have liked better. Because mm. this is a certain way I watched it where I'm like, I wasn't surprised by anything because I had enough time to like 
think about right. it. It was like For reading sure, a book. Yeah, yeah. Had yeah, enough yeah. time to think about the next scene before I read it. Yeah. Which is unusual because you just usually just watch a movie all the way through, you know? Yeah. But um I like I like the way everything's set up and paid off to wrap up here. Um I love the Edgar Wrightness of the dialogue and the filmmaking. Yeah. Everything's set up, everything's paid off. But the Edgar Wright stuff, usually you know, like I'll watch something in an Edgar Wright movie and I go, that's going to pay off later. That's going right, to that's yeah. gonna come up. It feels like the setup of a... Right. In this one, I had no True. idea. Yeah, yeah right. Like, except for the painting part. I knew that was going to come in the later because that was like the theme of the movie. And that was very evident because they got very whispery for a long time. But some of that stuff, I'm like, oh, this matters because... Like I said, he tr- he tries to pay with the coins to go up to the tower. He doesn't allow him, so he pays the cash. And he uses the coins at the end. Yeah. And then he dives off and saves... He tries to save Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't succeed because he smashes the gun to shit. That's right, yeah. And then he runs off. And then they have that whole hilarious scene where they're holding up the pregnant lady at gunpoint. <laughs> He's like... I'll jump off into the into the in the river. You you, you chase me. You go to the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that scene is goddamn oh, yeah, hilarious. Wait, 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 you're gonna take me out of the river? Get all three. Yeah, you go. Hey. I like when he goes. Wait, wait. Who's gonna count? She's like, "Are you too fucking serious?" <laughs> yeah, that was in the trailer. I remember because the trailer was on all the time. Oh really? Yeah, I remember, yeah I, remember seeing, seeing, I remember seeing the trailer a million times. I remember seeing this in... You guys uh, are a, crazy! A red box. That's the oh, first wow. time I saw this anything for this movie. Wow. But this scene here yes. with the... Yeah, it is, yeah. Yeah. Well, my room faces onto the canal, right? I'm going to go back to my room, jump into the canal, see if I can swim to the other side and escape. <laughs> right. If you go outside and around the corner, right. you can shoot at me from there and try and get me. That way we leave this lady and her baby out of the whole entire thing. You completely promised to jump in the canal. I don't want to run out there, come back in ten minutes and find you fucking hiding in a cupboard. I completely <laughs> promise, Harry. He does a little too much of the accent. Ray finds <laughs> He doesn't have that accent in real life. Cupboard. He does the Michael Caine cupboard. Cupboard. She was only 16 years old. Yeah. He, you know what I mean? He does, His real accent is not like that. Right. He does a little too much of the closed, more circular mouth. Yeah, he's a British accent. He's being more cockney. Yeah. He's being he, more low, he, low rent, lower class kind of an individual. But I feel like that was a little too much for him. I think it worked better because we saw his house and it was like a really nice area. Right. Like it yeah. should have just been a. Well, that's the idea. He's, he's, I'm in a better neighborhood. Well, he, he's, he's a low rent guy that became successful. That's yes. Why he's the way he is, yeah. I just uh, it felt a little forced, but I do sure. love him in this guy, especially this scene. Yeah, it's hilarious. When he does the, wait, when I come out, they'll go to the right or to the left. And she's, he's like, the fucking canal's to the right. It's a big old canal. You can't miss it. I'm going to risk having another little kid die, am I? So, hang on. I go outside, then I go which way, right or left? You go right, don't you? You can see it from the doorway. It's a big fucking canal. <laughs> right, Jesus, I've just got here, haven't I? <coughs> That's why I say Colin Farrell is my favorite part. Yeah. Because, I don't know. <clears throat> Sorry. Maybe it's because I relate to his character more because that sounds more like me. <laughs> right. Go to the fucking right, right man. It's, you walk out, there's oh, a big fucking oh. canal. <laughs> you can't miss it. It's up there. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. 
It's it. I love this scene. It's so tense, Colin, but also Colin, respectful, which is weird. Colin, it's Colin Farrell's a weird character. He's like, at first you're like, yeah, he's pretty good, and then you're like, in that period, yeah, he's actually an asshole who cares about Colin Farrell. Minority Report just, started that kind of. Started uh, that. He just makes better and better movies every time he's out there, and he just gets better and better with every movie. He's and then great. you get like Minority Report started this like, uh, and then it right, peaked, yeah, yeah. and then that was like turned into you know the. What was that remake? The Paul Verhoeven remake. Uh, why am I blanking? Uh, Total Recall. Total Recall. And you're like, yeah. oh. That was okay. funny. And then Alexander yeah. and, all, and the yeah, whole era. Yeah. And then you're like, and then I saw him in Seven Psychopaths. And I'm like, this yeah. guy's a fucking comedic genius. Then why he is he just, not working yeah. in everything? He went into character actor mode and he got way better. In me and my life. Yeah, exactly. Character actor. He's, he. Yeah. I'll still lead a movie, but I'm going to act like a character actor, even though I'm yeah. the lead of the movie, which is, yeah. is what we're watching here in, in Bruges. Yeah, yeah. And it works in, oh my God, you know how much I love The Gentleman. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is fucking fantastic in that movie. He has so many right. lines yeah, that yeah, made yeah. me like, yeah. fuck, yeah. no, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> he has so many lines that <laughs> made me laugh so goddamn hard. Because he is a genuinely funny person. And I, I wish nothing but the best for him. The man pisses me off because he's so attractive and so talented. He's like a Ryan Gosling sort of guy where I'm like, fuck yes. you, man. Like, it's not fair. <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. But kudos to you. You deserve what you get. Uh, Colin Farrell should get his, she should get every Oscar, every movie he's in. One of these days he'll get one. He's going to get one eventually. Does he even been nominated? Yeah, he was nominated for, for I think, in Bruce what? he got nominated for this, I think he, not, I think he might I, have been nominated for this. No, fuck that. No, he didn't. I think he, he was he was definitely nominated for uh, Irishman, the 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 Banshees, the Banshees of Insurance, in a Sharon. Hold on, Let's find has out. Colin Farrow? Farrow, Colin Farrow, been nominated for an Oscar? Maybe twice. Oh. 2023 this year yeah you say for, for what no you're just well, giving last, me a list year. you're just giving me a list of people who have been nominated not so much colin farrell uh you have to go to imdb page and they'll say his nominations on there yeah but that's a pain in the ass and a half um hold on i got it it's on my phone i got i get i get direct access to it hold on oh it seems like uh banshees of inner sharon was his big Chance, but no, he didn't. Uh, oh, so he did get nominated for Glo- no, it's Golden Globe. He was Oscar uh, nominee, leading role. Banshees. I Banshees. He was. Yeah, that's um, it. Uh, yeah, it seems like that's it. Because okay, so Far- uh, Farrell was yeah. clear was very clear he wanted to dedicate the acting in the late 2000s. You know what he is? If I could say, if I could be so bold, you know how much I love uh, Ryan Phillippe. He is the European Ryan Phillippe, where he goes, I'm done trying to be the leading man for you guys. I just want to be a fucking actor and right. do this thing. They, they obviously do different projects, but they remind me a lot of each other, honestly. Well, he wins the Golden Camera Award in Germany every year. What the shit is a Golden <laughs> Camera Award? <laughs> he won a Golden Camera for The Lobster, Best International Actor. Best International Actor for Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And he won the Golden Award, Camera Award for a movie called Solace, 
with Anthony Hopkins. You love Anthony Hopkins way more than I do. I love Anthony Hopkins. But I will say, I've shown my wife, we've watched uh, the first three seasons of Westworld now. Yes, yes. We finally caught up uh, uh, as much as we can. We still have season four to go. Right. She loves, just like I do. And I was like, all I promise you is season one. Beyond that, right. oh, your own interpretation. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say how you should. And she goes. Per- season one was like perfect. She had the exact right. same feelings we do. She goes. Season one was perfect. Yeah. And I was like, it's one of the best seasons of TV ever. She goes, yes. And I was like, season yeah. two is. We, and this is when we started season two. I go. Season two is good, but it is not nearly as good as season one, and it falls apart fairly quickly. Mm. And she goes, yes. And season three, I go, I haven't seen yet, so I have no no idea. But we finally finished season three, Dick. It's good. It is yeah. very different. Yes, yes, yes. Very good. Vincent Cassell is the bad guy in season three. Right. He's phenomenal. Hmm. Everyone else is just there. <laughs> it's right, one of those yeah, sort yeah. of... Yeah. <coughs> no, sorry. Yeah. Vincent Cassell is there, and he's phenomenal, and so is um, Aaron Paul, and they're both right. phenomenal. We always talk about how Aaron Paul is like very good for specific things. Yes, Westworld's yes. one of them. I'll tell you okay. that. Both of them are very good, and then it's just like the rest of the Westworld cast around them, and it's kind of like, what are we doing here? And it ends. We watched season three. We got to the end. It's only eight episodes, and we're like, uh, I, I guess we'll start season four. We haven't started season four yet. Is there a season four? Yeah, it's the last season. They're, last supposed, season. they're supposed to be five. They didn't get produced because right. HBO is like, you're expensive. Well, it costs way too much money. Yeah. And now that I've seen season three, I go, yeah, I can see why they got canceled. Yeah. That is an expensive looking show for only eight episodes. Yeah. It's like a Transformers movie in one, in one episode. Yeah. But anyway, that's not here nor there. Although that is what I'm doing on my weeks off from this show. Sorry, next week is picking up Westworld Review. Well, there you go. So that's why I bring it up, I guess. There you go. Colin Farrell, I hope you win an Oscar. I wish you could win for this. I really love wish you, you could win for Seven Psychopaths because that is an incredible movie. Yes. I'm looking forward, and I guess we'll end on this. That's I, a really great Psychopath, Billy. I want to watch the other uh, Martin McDonough movies. I haven't seen uh, Billboards. I haven't seen Banshees. Have you seen either of those? Yes, some both. Both. Yes. Which one should I watch first? Uh, I think Banshees. Really? Yeah. It seems because a little you, too close to this you, one. Because you just saw in Bruges with, with Colin Farrell. And same two actors. Even, same two actors are in that one. It's it's great. Okay. The chemistry is great. And they hate each other. Because <clears throat> Brendan Gleeson decides he doesn't want to talk to him anymore. And Colin Farrell can't figure it out. And yeah. Brendan Gleeson goes... If you keep talking to me, I'm going to cut off one of my fingers every time you talk to me. <laughs> and if you, and I'm going to, if you, if you keep talking, I have no fucking fingers. And that, that happens in the movie. It's great. Yeah, watch it. His three, three billboards is more his American. Yeah, movie. that's what it seems like. But also, it has very dark. Literally, dark. three, three billboards. I, I, I kind of, you know, I know the story. It's good because it's based on a true story, but. I know the it has my my favorite actor and it has my second favorite actress. So I'm like, why yeah. haven't I seen this fucking thing? 
Oh, it's a good actor. Sam Rockwell's amazing. Sam Rockwell's my favorite actor. He's great. Yeah, he's great in it. And then, he won the Oscar. He won the supporting actor Oscar for that movie. Yeah, and and, and Francis yeah. McDormand's my second favorite actor after Kathy Bates. So it's she, it's she's literally really good. She's very good in this movie. It's really sad. And you know, it's I mentioned sad. those those little hearts. I you know on IMDb, and I'm like, first four people all have hearts because Woody Harrelson, <laughs> like yeah yeah there you her, go, yeah. and then Sam Rockwell, Woody Harrelson, and then oh, yeah. I was like Caleb Andrew Jones. I fucking love that kid. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn, this movie's like full of them. Peter Dinklage is in it, apparently. Yeah, Peter Dinklage is in it. So he, apparently he continued his relationship with midgets. How does... Uh, he I want to hear Peter Dinklage explain his reasoning with being okay with working with Martin McDonough after In Bruges. Ah, uh, because Martin McDonough's one of the best screenwriters out there. Yes, but I go, you clearly have a thought about midget actors. <laughs> like, well, he, well, he got mad about the Snow White one. I, I don't know why he's soaking his mouth on that. And he got a lot of flack. But they never made the fucking movie, so. No, he did. They're making it right now. He so made those comments three years ago. No, he made it because they announced they were making the movie. Oh, okay. He, he, when they announced they were making Snow White, so first we're goes, never going to see that fucking, goddamn movie. That's fucking ridiculous. Seven drawers. What's this bullshit? And then a lot of uh, people, the little people, they were like, uh, Peter, that's work we wanted, so shut the fuck up. And they, all, they basically said, shut the fuck up. It's like you're, you're wrecking this for because Disney didn't cast dwarves, they cast a bunch of normal people and they made it like this okay, pause. group of people. Who do you picture yeah. as those dwarves? I picture John Malkovich. No, it's it's not that good. Oh, they're a bunch damn. of shit actors. I picture John Malkovich. I want to like the rainbow, it's I, the rainbow coalition. I want uh, the Hobbit. Of of it's midget stuck, actors, stuck. John Malkovich. Yeah, uh, I want. You know what I want? MC Ganey, John Cusack, John Malkovich, Ving Rhames. I want every single con from Con Air. Danny That'd Trejo. That would be genius. Call me but Johnny Five Thousand if they knew the truth. We don't, <laughs> we don't live in that world. It's not going to happen. It's terrible. I'm it's only shit. five. Wait. I'll take the prison guard lady who got tied up. That lady. That'd be six. There you go. And Nick Cage is seven. With Steve Buscemi. Oh, well, let's get rid of the lady and, and no, not with Steve Buscemi. Let's get um. Let's get the uh, Bubba. Oh, Bubba from Forrest Gump. Yeah, Bubba from Forrest Gump. There you go. Everyone calls him Bubba Gump. I stopped myself short right there. Because it's not Bubba Gump. That's but Bubba Gump is the name of the Bubba. of the it's franchise, true. and that's pretty good. Trend. We were sitting next to a millionaire. <laughs> let's get out of here, Dick. Our next episode will be in two weeks. Do you have an episode picked, or do you want to give me me a couple days? I'll think of something, or we'll choose right after. Actually, let's just do. uh, Let's keep up with the the McDonough train. Oh shit! uh, Let's do uh, uh, Irish. We'll do billboards then. We'll do billboards. Three billboards. billboards? Yeah, let's do that. That'll be good. Oh shit! You know what I did, Dick? I was going to tell you after because I figured we were going to pick later. Well, I'll just tell you now. I posted all of our HID choices on the... You know how we have that live stream or what we're going to do that week yes. page? I put them below that. Okay. So if you want to choose three billboards, I'll pick something right now so we can do a versus. Because we're going to start doing versus from now on. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And it's not so much versus you and I. It's just for the namesake. Right. More, right. Than, more than it is an actual verse. Maybe we'll do an and. Three billboards and... Yeah. Because otherwise, I choose my movie, you choose yours. That's kind of stupid. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. So works. we'll do three billboards and let me choose one. Yeah, there you go. 
Uh, Dick, tell tell us people about your book and where they can find it. We haven't done that in a while. Oh, you got it, all six of you. Uh, go to Amazon, type in uh, Richard Pierce, uh, The Monster Monroe, Another Night, or My Ghost Stories. But you got to put my name on there, Richard Pierce, P-I-R-E-S, and type it in, and you can get a um, copy of the book through them or go to outskirtspress.com and look up my name, and you'll find it on the author page, and you can buy them there too. Next time so you whatever. come out, you're going to sign this for me. Yes. Do not sign. forget. I have to write something dirty inside. Clearly you on the pitch. <laughs> I know. That's so weird. That's that's all like, I can, as soon that's as I mean. open the package, I go, that's fucking dick. <laughs> and it's not, because I didn't send them a picture. How is they that not that you? Their, they did that on their own. How is that not you? Because they, they say, oh, design a coffee or a cover. I said, well, I want a guy going up the stairs. And a door opens. The <laughs> no door, fucking way. The door is a big motif of the book, so the door opens. And I was like, that, that's what I want. And they actually, they did that, and that's what they gave me. And they're like, that's fucking perfect. That was fucking perfect. And it was free. It was covered in the price. All right, you chose three billboards outside yes. of something Missouri. Yeah. Oh, Dick. I'm choosing something from the movies I've never seen before here. I'm going to yes. choose Hardcore. Okay. Good job, yeah. Fantastic. From 1978, Paul Schrader. Yes. Love George Paul Schrader. Basically 8mm, the eight, first the, yes. the prequel to 8mm. It's the actual 8mm version of 8mm. Pretty much, yeah. Three, three billboards. Not, not, not a versus, but... Off. Yeah. I have an opening here. That I oh, Should I play it? It's been so long. I No, I showed you before. The Nick Cage cast opening. Yes. Yeah, yes. I showed you that before. Yeah. I won't do it again. It's very good. But it's George C. Scott doing the turn up. It's me, me reviewing eight millimeter, and that was kind of the joke. Or me reviewing something. I don't remember. Well, but he's, he's, he's watching his daughter in a get fucked to death. Getting fucked, and well, no, she doesn't. Hey, don't ruin it. As far as I know, she gets fucked to death. Let me believe this. No, no, she's she's alive. She just uh, okay. movie, and he's disgusted. Because she ran away and she's doing dirty stuff. So we're doing very different genres, very different decades, yes. directors, film. And that's kind of why, that's, I think that's what we should aim for. Yes. Because we're going like to do, that. we're going to each choose, each choose a movie. Because we're going to do one every two weeks now. And we'll just yeah. each choose one. Got plenty one. of time to watch two movies. Yeah, two, right? two weeks to watch two movies. We can do that. That sounds good. Yeah. And we'll, we'll narrow it down and we'll do like an hour and a half. Something yeah. like to now, and we just I just won't ramble on drunkenly. Um, we'll compare each. No problem there. I, I, it's really hard for me not to choose a winner, though. I can't but win. We'll still give our, our ratings, right? I give well, yeah, Imbrugian yeah. 8. I give Imbrugian 8. Oh, eight yeah. Imbrugian totally, yeah. Imbrugian 8. Solid 8, yeah. I, you, know what I, you know what, Dick? Only because I think I like European cinema more than America now. To a degree, yeah. To a degree. But this is in my wheelhouse with the the Guy Ritchie stuff because I you know I'm a huge yeah. I'm a huge well, Guy Ritchie I, fan. I figured that's why I was shocked that you did. There was yeah, Bruce. exactly. Bruce, you're gonna love it, Bruce. Like, and that you will love. But this Bruce. was a movie like as soon as it came out, yeah. people were telling me at work because they knew how much it got. Because I'll talk to them about movies and they're like Guy Ritchie and they're like, "You watched in Bruges, right?" So in that scene, I'm like, "No, no, I haven't watched it." And they're like. What do you mean you haven't watched? Like it's been, it's been twelve, what thirteen? How long has it been out? Two thousand eight, fifteen years now. Fifteen years now. 
I've been deflecting conversations about the ending. The Dark Knight and In Bruges came out yeah. the same year. And I saw Dark Knight like four times in the theater, but not this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. This is the year I moved to Arizona. I saw Dark Knight in, in Michigan, moved oh. here, saw it the night I moved here. Dark Knight. So, so you've, been, you've been in Arizona since 2008? Yes. Saw it oh, two wow. more times after that because I saw the trilogy. Crazy. And then I saw it, yeah. But, oh, sorry, one more time. And then I saw the trilogy. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, saw it three times in the theater. Didn't see in Bruges. Right. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I love Colin Farrell. Always have. Like, it yeah. just seems like a movie I would have seen, but... Yeah. That's why... That's what I'm using uh, Hollywood is Dead for, is to see the movies I should have seen. Right. And that's why I, want, I choose Hardcore next. Yeah, sounds good. Are you sure you want to choose three billboards, though? You don't want to choose a movie you haven't seen. I just want you to choose a movie that you feel comfortable with. No, I, I think well, it's just to keep the, the train going with McDonough. Okay. Uh, we'll do three billboards. For you, for your sake. Yeah, you Sam Rockwell. It's a great movie. Sam Rockwell is okay. great. And, and there's some funny parts. <laughs> it's so the sad line, as shit. The, the, best li- <laughs> the best line is fucking Sam Rockwell. I got problems with white people, too. <laughs> it's great. Oh, <laughs> it's God. Just, it's like kind of a racist character. And then, like... He, but then he turns... It's, yeah, watch the movie. You know what I'm going to do is... Good. Oh, man. Order the Blu-ray. Yeah. Because I, I just know, because looking at that cast, I'm like, literally five of those people are in my top ten actors. So, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it's yeah. just one of those things where I'm and I've seen two movies now by the director. Gonna love yeah. it. I know that. Yeah. But the problem is the Oscars put me off to this movie. Because I saw right. I got nominated a bunch, and I go, and maybe I'll wait. And here we are. Now I waited and didn't get to watch right. it. But whatever. Yeah. All right, Dick. Sorry. I know I keep uh, rambling on, but let's oh, get good. out of here, right? Yeah. I loved In Bruges. Uh, thank you for uh, yeah, talking about Bruges it with fantastic. me. That was a fantastic fucking movie. Oh, yeah. In Bruges. I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> no, definitely. I'm going to buy. I'm gonna, I put. It multiple as soon times. as I finish this, I added this to my list of Blu rays to buy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because I came back this week and I bought some Blu rays and I. You know, I was like, oh, damn, I should look for him, Bruges. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, again, it's one of those movies I knew I would like. But I liked this more than Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I, and then, right, yeah. But that's a movie I thought, like, that would be one of, one of my favorites of all time. Because I kept hearing, like, you're going to love that. But in Bruges, yeah. I like that way more than Kiss Kiss. Yeah, no. It, well, because Kiss Kiss is a little dated. Yeah. Because uh, three, it's three years younger. But still, it's, yeah, it's a great, uh, Yeah. I just bought three billboards. Speaking of three billboards. Here we are. Branson, Missouri. Mopelli. This is Bronson, Missouri. Mm. Hey. Hey, Ma. How about some cookies? No dice. This ain't over. <laughs> Classic. 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 So, until next time, it's my last episode. I guess since we're doing a versus, you can go next. I don't know. Right. How, I don't know how we're gonna do this, but right. we'll switch back and forth. I guess. I mean, That's your fine. episode next. That's fine. So until next time. In the meantime, I'm finished list. So long, citizens. I'll see you back for three billboards versus hardcore. <laughs> this is a porno movie. Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Essentially, it's about a snuff film. No. But you know, Turn it off. Turn it off. I am gonna build 
my plan with these is to buy some wooden letters so that it says oh, yes. Hollywood yes. is dead. Okay. You know why? You know why I want to do that, Dick? A lot of letters. It's not. It's it's six letters in a space. Yeah, is to dead. Yeah, you know, six letters. Five. Fuck you, everybody. Good night. I have footage of me watching hardcore. Footage of me watching hardcore with my kids in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to shut it off so bad. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not that bad. I went too far. Hardcore is not. It's not as bad as eight millimeter. No, there's, there's. I don't think there's any. There's a little bit of nudity, but not much. Okay, because I, I know Paul Schrader. He does tend to try to go too far sometimes. No, I would say this was. It's pretty. It's it's not that bad. Weird. Not, okay. Maybe I don't want to watch hardcore now. It's good. It's worth watching, especially that scene when uh, when uh, Jersey Scott is is interviewing porno stars. And he's just trying to find the actors in the film, and he's got a fake mustache on and a fake uh, wig. It's hilarious. Oh my god! I can't wait. Oh my god! It's the best part. And then the black guy comes and he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry, son. We're not looking for you because there's no <laughs> black guy in it." And he goes, oh, "I know you, cracking motherfucker. Fuck you. I'm the best." Fuck in this town. He goes, no, 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 no. I'm sure you are, but you're just not who we're looking for. He goes, oh, fuck you, pig. It's funny. It's a great scene. That, you told me about that before, but now that yeah, I'm yeah, about yeah. to watch it, I'm very oh, excited. Because yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you literally Man, told me that yeah. exact like speech before, and now I'm very excited to watch it's that. Because I feel like the precipice. And, like, I'm at so the doorway. Funny. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> going to be good. It's a, fu- it's a nice, sad, dark movie. I can't wait. But it's not as dark as you think. Because so 8mm eight, eight is surprisingly dark for who yes. made it. I think 8mm is a darker movie. Because Joel Schumacher is like a happy director, yeah. except for yeah, yeah. two movies. Yeah. And you know which two I'm talking about, right? Trespass. No. Lost Boys? <laughs> no. Not even, not even Lost Boys. No, Honestly, no. it's falling down in 8mm. Other than that, he's like a it's happy Joy Joy no. director. Like yeah, much. directing to his whimsy, pardon the Especially expression, got, knowing who he is. He got his blowjob from Colin Farrell in Tigerland. Did he really? That's the rumor. That's the the the. That's what happened. I I guess. Hey. And I think Colin Farrell's even admitted. He said, I, "It's fine." He said, "I did it. So what?" There's a good part. Hey, Colin Farrell's fucked enough ladies where he's like, "Yeah, I blew a dude. What are you gonna do?" Yeah, well, you do fuck you. I don't care. I, I fucked, fucked six thousand ladies. You want to yeah, fuck? Exactly. What are you gonna yeah. do about it? <laughs> I'm the Will Chamberlain of acting, bitch. Yeah, fuck you. Will Chamberlain's oh, like, I fucked twenty thousand dudes, but I fucked a dude for a role on a team. The Sixers got me on there, and yeah, the streams is continuing. I know. I'm still doing the show, honestly. <laughs> but, oh. All right. Oh, okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye, everybody.